0: Let's agree to disagree, Frank. Say you do want to sign up to get a $40 digital BJ's gift card. Join the new BJ's Wholesale Club, opening soon in New Albany. Visit BJ's.com slash New Albany or the BJ's Membership Center on North Hamilton Road. Limited time offer, new members only. Donica Strange-Riscano, author, speaker, and community leader, comes to you today with ReCapture. The weekly program that gives a biblical perspective on living a Christ-centered life as you walk through your recovery journey. Our focus is providing healing for the family with love, knowledge, forgiveness, and information. Hello sunshine, how are you? This is Donica. Did you hear the difference in my voice last week you guys got a hey. <laughs> we talked about emotions on last week and I, I always enjoy the moments when we can have personality in the information that we share. It's um if you're listening, it's a Saturday morning and you're driving in your car, you're sitting having coffee, and you want to hear some personality in the voice. so you heard me on last week. you heard a little laugh I was uh chuckling a little bit with uh, producer, Mr. Rick <laughs> because. Did you listen last week? Because I asked a question because we were talking about emotions and I asked a question. I said, have you ever seen a fat doctor? And Mr. Rick, he was my silent co-host last week. (laughs) He nodded his head and it just made me chuckle out loud. And so that's a part of being on the radio that you can show your personality. It's a part of being on on this radio broadcast that I can... um, have personality and that's what what I want and so today we're just going to get right into it I I want to ask you what do you or I want to say is there something in your life is there a, an assignment or a calling or something that you believe God has asked you to do and so we're going to talk about that today because I will tell you, I wear mini hats, and I talk about it all the time. That I'm a wife, a mother, a grandmother. Uh, my kid, grandkids, call me Coco. I have a two year old, and my two year old grandson, he likes Coco Melon. The other two call me Coco. So when he's saying Coco, he's not always talking about me. He wants my daughter to turn the TV to Coco, Coco, but the when I say my grandkids call me Coco, I mean the two older grandchildren. Because that little one, he, he calls me Ma. He calls everybody who's not his mama, he calls them Ma. Ma, that means he wants something. Ma, that means stop what you're doing, I want something. But he calls his mother, he calls his mother Mama. But he calls me Ma, and my older grandkids, they call me Coco. And so in my life, what am what am I believing for? And I am just sitting here to you as a voice of encouragement because I have some things that I'm on my journey with. I I am the founder of Patricia Ann Strange Diamond Celebration, and we support women on recovery from drugs and alcohol. And I always start the broadcast with saying, hey, did you download, did you subscribe to the podcast? But today I'm going to ask you to go to our website www.psdiamondcelebration.com to learn about what we do and so when i say what is your calling what is god asking you to do i was listening to a national and international uh, minister pastor um pastor tony evans and he he was uh, pastor tony evans of the urban alternative the um and he was talking he said your passion what is your calling What is the thing that you're doing or you have in your life that wakes you up at night? That thing that you really just want to get done, the thing that you feel like you have to do, what is that? And he also said, what is the thing that keeps you up at night, right? Not I'm not talking about insomnia, and I'm sure he wasn't talking about insomnia either, but what is that thing that you believe for? And today I just want to be the emotional hope coach yesterday or last weekend was like a, Hey type of day. And because we we were talking about emotions and we were talking about an experience that I was having. And that, that broadcast was called use your tools. And so we talked about emotions and how we interact with other people. Emotions are universal. A smile. is universal. And so I'm just going to tell you that. In my own life, I, just as I said, I have many hats. I was sitting in front of the computer one day, a couple of, you know, a few days ago. I was sitting in front of the computer and I was helping my author client. I was finishing up my author's client's book right in front of me and I had a sheet of paper for people that I were I was contacting regarding the Patricia Ann Strange Diamond Celebration and I had a, a list of people that I was going to contact for my other business. I work for an international skincare and beauty brand, and I had some people that I was going to, customers I was going to reach out to. And and in and of itself, you almost say, oh, no, I can't do this. This is too much. I'm too busy. Guess what? We're all busy. I'm not going to say, oh, yes, sir, ma'am. I certainly understand it. I certainly get it we're busy. Um, we're all busy. We all have obligations. Uh, school year just wrapping up. Yes, there's a lot of things going on. We're busy too. But if you could just see that picture of me sitting at the computer, sometimes late in the evening, because I believe in the assignment that God has given to me. And I'm I'm going to say the same thing to you. So last week, we talked about the Emotions and how science talked about primary emotions, anger, disgust, fear, joy, happiness, sadness, and surprise. And now the science and the technology says, hey, hey, there's over 20 emotions. We talked about that and we talked about last week. Being aware of our emotions, managing our emotions, social awareness, and relationship management today I want to encourage you to do the assignment that God has called you to do for those things that you have that you believe God for that he has purposed in your life and so how do we do those things and um, I'm going to give the tip for the journey right now and at the end just do it so um, I would say I would tell you to If you believe in God and you know God has given you an assignment or something that he is asking or calling for you to do, I would say release the things that are hindering you or limiting you from moving forward. Maybe you feel like you don't have the credentials necessary and needed. What if you actually don't? What if you believe that God is calling or asking you to be a doctor and you don't have the credentials for it, then go to school. Well, I'm beyond those years to do that. Okay, well, how can you volunteer at a hospital or medical practice? How can you serve in that capacity that can support people in that way? Um, Remove those, excuse me, Remove the emotional roadblocks. Remove those things that are hindering you, that will stop you from saying that you can be successful. Remove those things. Sometimes removing those uh, or releasing the emotional roadblocks is is sometimes you have to have a conversation with yourself and with others. Maybe you're pursuing a degree in higher education and the hindrance is other people saying that you can't do it. But on today, I'm going to encourage you. Beloved, yes, you can. You can do it. So remove the toxic influences. Remove the naysayers. Remove those things that are stopping you from completing the assignment, the calling that has for your life. Uh, Identify the emotions or emotions that prevent your success. Um, yes, go and get a little bit of information on emotions. What are those internal conversations that you're having with yourselves, with yourself? What conversations are you having regarding self-worth? Are you worthy of this? Can you do it? Think about those things and and remove those limits or those limiting beliefs from your life, from your conversations, from your thought process um, and start getting started and start getting and, and getting started on doing those things. Some people have been trained in a certain way all their lives. And so you may have grown up in a family in ministry, a family, that the whole family, they're musicians, the whole family, they're singers, a whole family, they're athletes, and so you've been trained in that your whole life. And so you don't need to go, you're going to get credentialing, but it's just been so embedded into your life and your lifestyle, but those little mental or emotional things, comparing yourself to the successes of your parents or grandparents, you have a legacy in your family of doing a certain thing, and you have those unshared thoughts and moments about yourself, um, know what is causing those beliefs and encourage yourself to move past them and move forward so that you can begin to uh, set the goals that you have for your life. Set the goals not only that you have for your life, but set the goals for what God has for you. As as a parent, we are supposed to train our children in the way that they should go. And it says, and when they're old, they will not depart from it. And you know what that means? There's a certain thing, there's a certain path that God has set for you and me and, and your children. And so pursuing the goals that God has set for you with reckless abandon. I think I was doing that this week. When I was sitting in front of the computer, you, two, you do that also. You sitting, Maybe not sitting in front of the computer, but there's things that you need to do. And it was very much an encouraging experience for me because I'm working on this client project and I'm working on my passion to support people who are often in the fringes of society. I'm talking about the works in recovery from drugs and alcohol. and and the stigma that goes along with it. There's something that's, and I'm just talking with you today, and we're talking about what do you believe God for? What are you believing in? And there's a stigma sometimes. So I'm not getting off track. I'm going to get back on track. Often there's a stigma associated with people that are in recovery from drugs and alcohol, but those are some of the most powerful stories. It's some of the most powerful thing for the person to believe for themselves to get out of the negative space, the bad place that they were in and to seek help and to seek support. And those are the type of people that we support in those arenas. So I'm working on diamond celebration work and I'm working on Mary Kay work and I'm working, I promise you on an author's book, right all at one table. And why could I do that? Because I believe that's what God was asking of me. Um, to be focused and i'm telling you that too so set 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 your goals for what the assignment that god has called you to are you going to need to volunteer first are you going to go to school first what is it so write it on a piece of paper write it set set your goal get focused laser focused on it i i did i will tell you this week i was praying and i asked god i said god give me a list of 50 people that i can reach out to to support the patricia ann strange diamond celebration and i was calling people and the people were responding and it was just because i believe i believe i have passion for what i'm doing so you're going to do those things too you set your goals um How long is it going to take you to get to where you need to be? Is this something that, hey, I'm going to start working and running this ministry. Is it going to take me six months or is it a degree that I need that's going to take four years? The first time I hosted the Diamond Celebration, I I planned for six months. And normally I'm a type of person that I'm normally a type of person that's like, hey, I want to do it right away. I'm going to do it. Hey, I'm going to do it right away. I'm going to do it right now. But to be effective, that's not always the case. You have to plan. And so what is your timeline? What is the schedule? How long is it going to take you to do it? How long is it going to take you to finish your school, get your, go to medical school, become a school teacher, become a Sunday school teacher, complete seminary? get what do you call it for sports get drafted by a sports team it takes a lot of it takes a lot of work and training getting your body fit you're an athlete you're gonna get a signing day and so how long does it take you I think for an athlete I would say it take you uh, all your life probably so you've set your goal you made a timeline. And you have a schedule. Would it, you should have a you have a schedule, whether you write it down or not. Your body has a schedule for you. Your body wakes you up at a certain time. Do you recognize that for yourself every morning? You whether you have an alarm set or not, your body generally gets up at a certain time. And so, uh, sometimes in your schedule, some things are going to be a no. And sometimes things are going to be a not now. We've been in the COVID environment so long. I don't know. I don't know when it was the last time that I went to a movie theater. Um, And I know people are doing a lot of binge watching and chilling and all that at home. But maybe even for myself, when I'm working on client projects, you have to say, no, today I can't do. it. And you know what? I did that once the family was having a gathering And I said, I can't go. I'm working on a client project. And so I stuck to it. So when you have a schedule, you're going to get up at this time. You're going to work on your ministry work at this time. You're going to spend time with your children and cook dinner at this time. And everybody's going out to the movies or going to a family picnic. And you're going to say, I'm not going to do that today. And you'll be the better for it. And in those moments when you are not, I'm going to say the next tip I want to give you um, is encourage yourself. Because I saw on social media, they were saying that when God gave you an assignment, don't worry about what other people are telling you you should be doing or not do because it it was not a conference call. I'm paraphrasing, but you get it. So sometimes we have something that we want to do and we want people to co-sign on what we're doing. Nope, you don't always need that. Always is generalization. I always said it. So there are times that you need the encouragement from others, but I would say, encourage yourself. So encourage yourself. Know that, this is the task that God has given you, That the assignment that God has given to you that he's not given, um, that is for you and not for anyone else. And when I, when I would go to church uh, often, and when you, we were in church, some people were already going back to church and stuff. When I, I would go to church, I was set in a certain place, and that was like my seat, Really wasn't, but it was a pew. but you always have a certain place in God's kingdom. God has a certain calling for your life, a certain assignment that he has for you to do. So encourage yourself on those moments when you feel like you can't do it. I'm just going to say one word and it's believe, believe, believe that you can do it, believe that it can be done. Um, know that you're worth it and you're in. It's a worthy task and a worthy cause. Uh, The next tip I would give you is be consistent. Being consistent is also almost like having a schedule. If you are sharing a message, if you have an assignment, when I was growing up in church, they did something that was called, it was called door knocking. They literally went and knocked on people's door. What if you, I don't know how evangelism is these days. I don't know if evangelism is only, let me get your email address and let me get your name and your phone number. And we're going to text you. And that's a beautiful thing. I get text and I get emails. Do I get text? I know I get emails and I get social media information from my church all the time. But when I was young, The people literally went out and what they called was door knocking. So if you're a part of the evangelism ministry in that way, and I'm saying be consistent, well, not being consistent would be being whimsical and going every now and then, oh, I don't have anything to do today, so I guess I'll go and knock on people's doors. It sounds kind of weird to say it now, but literally that's what people did. They really literally... And it seems weird, but, you know, there was a time when people did something like being a door-to-door salesman. We don't really live in that type of society anymore, that people would be a door-to-door salesman. But if you're going to make a difference, if you're going to make a change, aren't you going to be consistent? I have a business that I have to consistently um, meet new people. And if I'm not consistently meeting new people, then I won't have the, the results that I believed god can give me so you're going to encourage yourself you're going to be consistent uh stay motivated when you experience a a a plateau like i'll give an example someone on on a weight weight loss journey and they've gotten to a certain weight and they feel stuck or they're losing inches but they're not losing pounds but you still have to stay motivated that's like talking to self Okay, I'm going to start over again. Um, stay, stay motivated in your task. Stay motivated in in your journey. Um. Believing for the result is a powerful thing. So know that the result is coming. Um, look at it. Um, I think I'm going to talk about it in a spiritual sense. That see it through the. Um, Frame of mind that you're going to get From the results Whose life is going to be changed Whose life is going to be impacted By the service that you're giving The same Passion That has um, That's waking you up at night To write notes about What you're going to do The same passion that is even, like Dr. Tony Evans said, keeping you from going to sleep at night. That those little things keep you motivated, and in those moments, um, you you do um, sometimes have to slow down and take time for yourself. Uh, Don't get in a hurry. Some things that you're trying to accomplish, they don't come with ease. Sometimes it takes effort to get to where you're going. Don't become weary of the process. Your success is at the end of your story. There is a great reward in what you're doing. So know that. Whatever you're believing God for, it's within your reach, it's within your grasp. So we talked about slowing down and we're we're winding down on this broadcast as well. Have a have a quiet time. After the hustle and bustle, um we always talk about we have rain music in our house. When it's um time to go to bed, not all the time, but you know, often when it's time to quiet down and slow down and enjoy the moment. Somebody turns on that rain music. Do the same thing. Have a quiet time for yourself and for your own life. I would say another thing is spend time with family and friends um, to keep your life in perspective. But beyond that, always also have a balance. And remember, so we we talked about... Um, Releasing the emotional number one, releasing the emotional roadblocks number two, identify the emotions that's preventing you from being successful, set your goals uh have a timeline, have a schedule, encourage yourself, be consistent, stay motivated, slow down have a uh spend time with friends and family and guess what the other thing that I would tell you that you need to do the tip for the journey just do it. My name is Sonica. Thank you for joining. Thank you for joining us on this week's broadcast. My prayer is that you continue to grow, find peace, forgiveness, knowledge, and information. To learn more or connect with us, visit our website at thepsdiamondcelebration.com. Until next time.